no exaggeration, like, I knew how to wave dash before I could read. <laughs> uh, I saw Ken chain grabbing, so then when I was like five, I learned how to chain grab. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to The Wannabes. This is Aklo, as you heard in that new little teaser that we got going on. Not bad, right? Not bad. This episode was a lot of fun. He has a good amount of just crazy background history. This dude's been playing since he was uh, since he was a little baby, and now he is just a complete beast. Before everything shut down, uh, he actually won the last Haxes nightclub. We'll get into it, so I don't want to spoil too much, but if you want to hear about why this man seemed to have come out of nowhere, then this is a good place to start. If you like this episode, make sure you check out all the other great stuff we have out. Check out our YouTube channel where we have the uh, some New York City PR content. We have a, a combo video. We have the panelists going over everything. And our latest Wannabes episode, uh, Will and I take a little deep dive ourselves. So if you love the New York City power rankings and can't get enough, then we got the goods. Uh, thanks for listening and enjoy this episode. Okay, so after I think months, maybe two months of uh, <laughs> of trying to lock you down for an interview, yeah, it finally happened. Yeah, it's <laughs> from the first time I reached out and immediately you're like, yeah, let's do it. And it's then, definitely long overdue, I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. And then for like three HNCs in a row, I would just hit you up and be like, all right, yo, this weekend, it's the time. Yeah, and then, but, and then um, we figured out like my computer at school, like my laptop couldn't even run the necessary program. So then we had to hold off even longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, you know, with nothing better to do in quarantine, we're, we're chilling. Yeah. We finally got you on the podcast. I'm happy you're here, man. How you doing? Yeah, for sure. It's great to be here. Um, like you said, like just chilling in quarantine. So it's a great time to do this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. What I want to do is kind of take it all the way back because you are fairly young now, but when mm-hmm. you started, you were kind of a, a like a baby, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so what was it like? What was your, how old were you when you went to your first tournament? Let's just start there. So my first tournament, um, so this is like a little weird. So like my first ever tournament, when I went with all four of my brothers, it, we actually only had time to enter doubles because like, it sounds stupid, but like we had to like go out with our family to dinner afterwards. So we just like came, we went to this uh, Project M. It was so old that it was uh, 2.6. So oh, shit. I was 12 years old, and that was in the summer, so that means that was seven years ago, so that had to have been 2013. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's 2013, and then, so me and my oldest brother, Vidya, we teamed, and then um, uh, the middle brothers, uh, Killer Cubs and Foxy Grandpa, they actually, uh, they like reset the bracket or something, and they got second place, losing to Rolex and... Lilu, uh, you might know Rolex. He's a pretty yeah. well known. Yeah, familiar. Yeah. Wow. And so that was our first um, like tournament environment. And can I can I like say stuff on here that like 
can I call some people out maybe a little bit? <laughs> you can do whatever you want, man. I, sure. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, me and my, I mean, not me, but um, those two brothers, Killer Cubs and Foxy Grandpa, they they destroyed like DJ Nintendo and stuff like that in uh, like in friendlies. I mean, I'm pretty sure in the bracket too. And then DJ Nintendo, he just like this game is for scrubs and gets off the set. <laughs> and <just> no. Shut up. <laughs> 2013 like, wow so then um our first singles tournament uh i believe it was something called like crossfire or warzone or something it was at this place called empire gaming and um also that was from melee and project m and like i was 12 years old then and then i was beating some pretty good people in that tournament and i ended up getting like seventh in project m and ninth in melee and like this was the thing about us, like, when I said 7th and ninth, this wasn't just a local, like, we would go to tournaments maybe, like, twice a year, <laughs> sometimes even less, and then, like, so, but when we would go, it would be a huge tournament, regionals, like, maybe 100 people, so it was a pretty big deal, and then, like, uh, people were being like, yo, who is this 12-year-old kid, <laughs> and <laughs> I remember my brother, um... My brother told me that after I beat DK Will in Melee, he was talking to the TO, the dueler, and he was like, yeah, man, I lost to this, like, 12-year-old, and he's like, aw, he must have been really good, like, who did he play? And, like, I still mained, um, I mained Kevin Falcon back then, but against Will, I remember I went, I went Link against him, and then he's just like, he played Link, man, and then, <laughs> and then he got up and, like, he curled up in a ball in his chair, and he was just, like, sitting, like, really depressed. Holy shit. That is so and good. It was so funny, dude. But, like, um... Yeah, like, the reason I'm saying this, though, is, like... Like, I'm trying to say that, like, uh... There was never a time where, like, we were not, like, doing really well. It's just, like, we always didn't go to events. And that's what we'd, we'd be known for. Like, we'd come, like... We'd come kick everyone's butts and be like, Alright, see you guys next year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys definitely uh, started your own legacy of just, mm -hmm. you know, people. other people would come into the region and they would go to, like, some, some tournament or whatever, and everyone around would be like, yo, Long Island's good, but you guys have to play the brothers. And we're exactly, like, yeah. We're like, who who was that? And they're like, ah, oh, we don't even know how to tell you. Like, we don't, we don't even know where to start. There's fucking four of them. <laughs> they just like, they just like play each other and got mad good. And they come out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they never come out, but when they do, it's amazing. Um, so like, was that, was that deliberate? I know. So you're the youngest and mm -hmm. I'm sure you didn't have the, um, the authority to decide when to go to tournaments. I mean, yep, definitely not. So like, mm -hmm. um, so back then only my oldest brother could even drive you know so if just for um if you guys want to know like the the age around us so back then i was 12 my oldest brother's 10 years older than me so he was 22 and then my second oldest brother kilo cubs was uh probably 17 and then my youngest older brother that sounds weird to say but uh <laughs> foxy grandpa he would be 16 so yeah, so only my oldest brother could drive us to these tournaments, and he was a pre-med student, and like right now he's like in his third year of residency and stuff, but like, so he obviously as a pre-med student, like he was super busy, you know? Yeah. So, and that's a huge reason why we couldn't go to stuff that often, and 
on top of that, like, even just by our own choice, we, like, always choose to prioritize school. So. Even still, you think? Even still, yeah. Definitely, school is always the first priority. Good for you guys. That's, um, mm-hmm. that's not a common, that's not a common choice in this community. That's, I think that's really smart. Plus, you still got godlike, so it's like, <laughs> you know, what, is there really a choice? It's just being, just being smart. Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, I'm really curious how the transition happened. So is it just you guys started coming out more once, you know, your brothers could start driving? Was like, was it just honestly? Access? Yeah. So, um, like, like I said, like back in the day, we still had some events that made us like really put us on the map. Like, um, like at those Empire Gaming events. Like, I don't know if you know Emu Killers, but like. Yeah. Yo, I beat him when I was 12 years old. I beat him when he was the best in the world in 3.0 Mewtwo. <laughs> wow. And, like, um... Is that after Skatar? That was... Yeah, it might have been, yeah. That's incredible. Okay, um, so so that was definitely your calling card for a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I was a huge Project M guy. And, like, honestly, like, I can say, like... Going to those tournaments with all four of us there, like, those are some of, like, my best memories, like, because that really just doesn't happen anymore because, you know, um, now my oldest brother doesn't even live in New York, uh, and then my second oldest brother, like, he's often busy, you know, work and stuff, and then me and my brother were usually at college, so. Man, uh, we need a reunion soon. I know, but... Well, I'll talk about a reunion soon when we talk about, like, the recent events. Remember sure. that Ultimate Tournament? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get okay. there. Yeah. Um, so, But you were, you were asking about, like, why did it start changing now, right? Yeah, yeah, like, what was the uh, the impetus of that? Okay, yeah, so definitely, like, um, my my youngest older brother, Foxy Grandpa, uh, he, he has been going to stuff a lot in the past like maybe two or three years because he got a license he could drive and you know on his free time he would just go to aeon on long island melee and he just like you know why not you know so he would do that and i was still a little busy you know i was like applying to colleges um having to do like sat class and stuff like that and then um i just graduated high school last year and then as a second semester senior, like, I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but like, I just had a lot of, I had a lot of time, yeah. you know, and then I also got my license in March that year. So, um, I told my friend like, yo, you want to come to Aon with me? Like, and yeah, it's really just because I got a license and because I graduated high school, I just had a lot more free time. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what, um. You know, brought you out to uh, when you were home from break. You were able to come out to HNC as often as you were, and so yeah. that break, that, that kind of we'll we'll go back and forth in the timeline. Um, yeah, what, for sure. What I'm really curious about is, so in that kind of the early stage, right, starting at 12, but but going up, and I'm sure before this too, um, your brothers and you were probably playing each other a lot at home. Oh yeah, exactly. So like. So I was 12 years old when I came to my first tournament, right? But, like, I, no exaggeration, like, I knew how to wave dash before I could read. <laughs> like, so when I was really little, um, my oldest brother would, uh, he'd show us videos of, like, oh, Ken versus PC Chris, 
and then like he saw like this new wave dashing technique so he taught it to us and stuff like that so like uh i saw ken chain grabbing so then when i was like five i learned how to chain grab <laughs> so like yeah we were always playing each other you know They're, like uh it was just like our favorite game so even when um uh even like when brawl came out we played brawl for a long time but then eventually we even started like going back to melee and just a little side note like <laughs> one time um one time like uh my mom like hid hid the the wii or something but like uh because she didn't want us to play video games <laughs> but then like i guess she didn't understand that like we still had the GameCube anyway, like, because we weren't even using the Wii. We were, like, I don't remember, but, like, she hid, like, Brawl or something. She, like, hid Brawl or something, but, like, we were playing Melee or something. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then that's another thing. Like, people would be like, how are these guys even beating us? They've, like, literally never been to a tournament. <laughs> it's like you were trained. So, it's like you're the Ninja Turtles. And, yeah. Uh, your oldest brother is just training you from, from the crib. Mm-hmm. And and so like, all your brothers were young when you started then. Yeah, for sure. Wow, that is actually crazy. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't read. You're doing wave dashes. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm honestly, I, I wasn't expecting that because, you know, 12 years old, you come out and you start beating people doing well. Like, okay, this guy's been playing for a little bit. But for you were playing for, what, seven years at that point? Oh, I've literally been playing Melee and, like, Smash since I was born. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Like, um, even before I, like, started playing Melee and stuff, like, I'd be playing Smash 64. I was, like, one or two years old. I'd just be playing the one player over and over again. And then, um, uh, when we would play with my brothers, I was, like, a really, like, crybaby. So I'd, I'd like, force them to let me win and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy but then, shit. um, yeah, and then once we learned about, like, competitive play, um, then a lot of the times when we played at home, instead of doing a free-for-all match, we'd just do, like, one-on-ones rotations and stuff. Stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh... Did you ever have two anyone, setups? When, was, when did you get setups? the second setup? If ever. Oh, uh, no, no, because we only had one, um, melee disc. Gotcha. Yeah, but, um, just, like, a testament to... Like, that statement of how I could not read. The tag, Aklo, I was home alone, okay? My brothers were at school. This is before I even went to elementary school. <laughs> so my brothers were at school, and I, I would even play Melee by myself when they were not there. And, like, I didn't know how to read, so in the tag entry screen, I just typed random letters, and it happened to spell out Aklo. And then every time I play Melee, I was, like, I guess proud that I made a word that by myself so i just always wore that tag aklo <laughs> holy shit what an origin story this is like we're only 15 minutes in man you gotta slow down <laughs> we're like we're getting through all the good stuff this is crazy okay so we got <laughs> you were so young you didn't even know what your tag meant no <laughs> yeah so your brothers got home they're like and you're like what does it say and they're like aklo and you're like yeah yeah that's, that's pretty accurate Okay. Pretty accurate. I was like three years old. Wow. And then they beat you, and you yell and you cried at them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So this is adding up. 
Um, so for anyone out there who has lost to you, I hope they feel a little better after listening to this because <laughs> I don't know many people that, I mean, we all played as kids, but I don't know anyone who has been, you know, trained from, from the crib up into a competitive <laughs> player. I mean, did, so, all right. How are the, like the power levels growing up? Like you don't have to okay, do like okay. an extensive, like year by year, but generally was it? Yeah. Was yeah. It so when we were really age, little. When we were really little, my oldest brother was definitely the best. But, like, um, then there was a time where Foxy Grandpa and Killer Cubs was just way better than uh, my oldest brother, Vidya, and me. They were just way better. And, um, and then for a long, long time, like, I think kind of even still that Foxy Grandpa is, like, definitely the best melee player out of all of us. And... You could argue now that I'm a better melee player than him, but, like, I think when he's in practice and on his game, I think he is the better melee player. But, um, yeah, definitely, definitely my oldest brother was surpassed, like, years ago. Hmm. And did he, did he pass the torch gracefully? Uh, yes and no. (laughs) Like, uh, he definitely raged a little bit when we played him. (laughs) But, um... Like, of course, like, he's proud of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, does he follow your your uh, tournaments now and your Oh, yeah, yeah, for results? sure, for sure, for sure. Man, this is warm in my heart. This is uh, <laughs> such a wholesome kind of upbringing. Um, okay, so we talked a little bit about your, your, your upbringing. Um, so let's just bring it to more present. Mm-hmm. Um, you are at school. I mean present present we're all kind of just like frozen so yeah yeah but i know what you mean disregarding the uh the actual like you know craziness that's going on yeah the commercial break yeah um how do you feel about the game and what are your like short-term goals going forward okay so Maybe I don't set enough short-term goals because, like, I always can't stop myself from thinking about the long-term. Like, so, like, I really do want to become one of the best melee players and stuff like that. And I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but, like, I think I could do it. But, like, obviously, you got to put a lot of time in. And I'll say that I honestly don't put as much time as someone else who wants to become the best, you know? Hmm. But I guess in a short-term goal... I want to, and I think I already should be ranked at least top three in New York. Like, I think I could be under like Hacks and Rishi or something. Yeah. Okay. I'm not the best in uh, in rankings and stuff like that. From from what I've seen, um, absolutely, I, you, you deserve to be up there uh, with the best. I mean, you've already proven it um, nationally. You've gotten a lot of attention recently. So yeah, I think from from the minutia of like you know top three, top five. Hopefully, you know, whatever this pans out to be, you're, you'll continue on on the trajectory you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you say you're not you're not working as hard as someone else. Um, what would you say is your current uh, like work schedule in regards to melee practice? I should well, say. Well, all right. So, like, what's my current work schedule? Like, how do I practice and stuff? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, definitely now that I'm home, uh, it definitely, I can, I can actually practice melee a lot better, like, uh, more accessible because when I was at school in the dorm, uh, I literally did not have a setup. 
Mm. Like, um, first semester, I did bring my setup to school, but um, it turned out, due to something, like, with the firewall or something like that, uh, Netplay couldn't even work. And I know people say, like, oh, solo practice is better than nothing. Like, but I really do think that, for me, um, like, personally, 20 minutes or, like, yeah, it's about 20 minutes before a tournament of solo practice, just, like, on a real setup, is as good as a daily solo practice for me. Hmm. You know, and, like, so if I couldn't net play, then I I just brought my um, setup back at home. So that way, at least when I come home sometimes on the weekends, which I do, that way I could at least net play at home. So that's what I did. And, yeah, when I said I don't work as hard as other players... It's just because of stuff like that, you know, when I'm at school, how am I supposed to work hard? And then I come home on the weekend, so then um, I would try to net play, but, like, that's not great practice. So, yeah, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. No, I mean, college is always um, very hit or miss for melee players. You either can find someone around your skill level and you just have the best time just playing with your buddies and, you know, getting better because you have, you have a lot more free time than, you know, either yeah. before or after. Or, in your situation, it just screws you up completely. You have yeah. to you have to commit to a, a, a solo practice routine or just, you know, for you, you know, if it doesn't work like that, then you have to really get creative um, yep. to figure shit out. So, yeah, that sucks. I will say, though, like, it's probably one, one way good that it didn't work at college because I know I wouldn't have been able to get off of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I for, for me, when I went to school, I didn't bring my gaming PC because I knew that I would just be, like, spending mm-hmm. all my time on that. So I totally, <laughs> Smart I choice, yeah. totally feel that. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Um, and your long-term goals. So how how do you approach the thought that you want to be the best Melee player. What what are your um, philosophies on that? Okay, well... I was hoping to at least, like, spark something because I was expected to go to Gommel, but obviously now with the corona situation, that's mm-hmm. not happening. Mm-hmm. And this summer, I was actually planning on going to majors, but <laughs> I don't know, man, like, that's not happening now, so... Um, but yeah, uh... That's really what I was just planning, just planning on going to some majors. And I was going to grind so hard this summer. Like, um, the best person who, like, to grind with for me personally and get me in, like, my full peak practice is my brother, Foxy Grandpa. We're, mm. we're pr- practice partners now. Like, the other two brothers don't really play Melee anymore at all. Um, so, yeah, when, when he's home from college, when we're both home, we're just playing Melee nonstop. On, on a real CRT, and it's just awesome. But, yeah, um, that'll, that sounds like a, a good way to get better to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's tough to, like, put ourselves outside of the current situation because we don't know when majors are going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know my, my experience was, like, I was going to be at Pound, which was yep. supposed to be now. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and a few more. Yeah, I was going to hit maybe three or four majors this year and just sort of, like, see how those go and, and prepare for those. Without something to kind of work towards, it's very uh, it's very difficult to... Cause, Find the motivation. Exactly, yeah. So 
I guess a lot of the conversation now is about net play. You brought it up before um, something that you can't do at school that you would do at home. Um, yeah. How do you feel about net play? Do you think that it helps you improve? So it actually can be helpful, but even when it is helpful, it's very frustrating. Yeah. Like, um, like, and I'm not trying to like brag or anything, but like, I feel that like I have a very technical like play mm-hmm. play style, and a lot of the times like. I feel like net play messes that up a lot and like obviously in that case then I have to like set aside technical stuff and just think about strategy and stuff like that but that's not as good at practice as like oh I'm doing my tech and I'm thinking about strategy right so yeah no I feel that I mean we have to like completely change the way we play because of some arbitrary like lag spikes or mm-hmm. you know yeah. some sort of input delay that okay i mean i guess it's good to to change the meta and you know maybe look at the game a different way that could be beneficial um and there are like fox players you know i i think fox players specifically just get really uh really frustrated with netplay even falcos yeah. like it you know falcos are notoriously <laughs> yeah. like better on netplay but mm-hmm. yeah fox players like Cause I like doing, you know, I like doing my specific things. I like, you know, trying to, to play as fast as I can and, and, you know, not, yeah. not just set up my full hop back airs to, <laughs> to wall out perfectly. I'm trying to do, yeah. I'm trying to do full combos here. Yeah. I totally feel yeah, understandably. Yeah. So it's like, we're in this position now. Uh, it's so funny. I want <laughs> like, okay, let, let's reset. Right. Mm-hmm. net play is the only thing we have there's no majors coming up um but you're still you're still gunning for a pretty ambitious goal um mm. so let's try to like get a little more philosophical on this how how do you think you're going to handle um these next few weeks or months and what are you what what are you trying to do to kind of surpass these challenges that we all are facing right now okay so i'm not gonna lie recently i haven't been grinding melee like even when i do have time i'll, I'll just be like i'll just get on discord with my friend and like play a couple friendlies and stuff like that and then uh i recently downloaded p plus and that's pretty fun you know i love project m like even though i probably like melee better nowadays um i still love p plus and project m so i've been playing that for a bit but to surpass other players I'd say I really can't do that properly until um, Foxy Grandpa gets home because um, he's actually not home yet. He's upstate. Uh, he lives on a house like in a house next to his campus, and um, he like applied to stay there longer because he has so much work to do that he wouldn't even get anything done if he came home. So until he comes home, I can't be in full practice, especially with netplay going on. Hmm. So you're just kind of biding time, waiting it out, and, and you know, kind of yeah. just playing casually, but just hanging out, I guess. I mean... Yeah. I mean, there's not much else you can do. Yeah. And do you have... Uh, you still have coursework? Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. How's that going? I, I hate online classes so much. Yeah. Wow. Like, there are a couple teachers who are, like, helping us out and stuff. But I have two teachers that are making this as hard as possible, like as hard as it needs to be, you know? And it's just not right. <sighs> yeah, it sounds miserable. 
Um, yep. I can't imagine. <laughs> okay, but you're able to kind of like get through it, do your thing, and and at least survive. You're not uh, you're not I'm trying my best. <laughs> trying my best. Yeah. And living at home, I mean, college at home. Some people do it with community college, etc. But I think the only only saving grace for me my freshman year was that I was not at home. Are you uh, are you hanging in there being in your hometown in your own house? Yeah. So like my home environment, it's not the best place to get studying done. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So getting work done is a lot harder here, and um, but like I. I really just got to organize myself more. That's the only thing I can do, you know? I hear you, man. Okay. Well, I got a pretty good sense of, of where you're at. Um, good luck with the last, rest of the year. Uh, and Thank let's, you. Let's talk about some more general themes, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So one thing me and Will love to talk about is just the idea of improvement, right? Mm-hmm. So just to set it up a little bit, um, we always kind of have this, this little spectrum of, where where we are currently it always it always depends on our mood but sometimes we feel like we are not doing enough and we have to push ourselves forward to really you know get better and other times we are fighting off complacency like we're in the groove and we don't want to burn out but we don't want to get complacent so that's like the challenge right yeah so how do you fit kind of in that framework of improvement and what challenges do you find yourself in, uh, in the long term when, when you think about getting better at melee? Okay. So I think I understand what you're asking, but, um, I will say that like, um, relating that to my, my recent improvement, like I know a lot of people, um, have been saying like, Oh, I popped off, you know, but, uh, First, I'll say that, like, I've recently, like, the last time my brother and me were both home, so back in, like, December or something, um, I really was trying to play to get better. So there's a difference between playing and practicing, and I think a lot of people don't realize that. I, like, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, so, like, playing and practicing, it's honestly, like... It's, it's a pretty simple concept, but it's just so much easier said than done. You just got to play and be like, what did I do wrong there? Why does the situation keep happening? Like, why do I keep getting punished here? Stuff like that. It's just a lot easier said than done. Right. So you think it's and just a, a more consistent attitude rather than something you do like once or twice? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, exactly like that. But, um like if you're playing and you're like about to like crash and go to sleep or something obviously that's not practicing that's just playing you know <clears throat> and there's nothing wrong with it if you're just trying to have fun and have a good time just play you know okay but um my brother like i am actually not that good at playing to improve but foxy grandpa is insane at that like if he loses a match I- i've literally never seen him lose a match and not know why he lost like, he may not know how to fix it in that instant, but he knows exactly why anyone loses if he watches a match. So I, I ask him, like, every time I'm playing with him, like, what should I be doing better? Or if he watches me do a set, like, he knows exactly what I should do. And I tried changing and I- implementing what he says, and he's right. Hmm. Okay. And so 
in the technical terms, how do you combine that kind of macro game sense with technicality? I mean, you are you're a player that just for some context, and people might not know this, but I spoke to Hacks a few months ago, and he played you and began implementing um, jump cancel shines more in his play. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know if you knew that, but um, you're you're known for for pushing the edge of these technical things, but also being the type of player that will like laser a Samus over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so where it, does that take um, a deliberate decision by you, or is that a natural state of knowing that there are smart things, but there are also really important technical things that you are able to do? So it's actually like my favorite play style is to just go in and like i want to be technical and i want that to be so like tight that like no one can do anything about it that's what i want to do but like i can't resist just doing that you know but my brother always tells me like dude stop going in mashing buttons they're just like they're waiting for you to mess up one thing and like what you're doing has such high variance you're bound to mess up eventually and that's the only reason you're losing stuff like that Hmm. and then and then, like, he really just, like, um, he'll re, like, what's the word? Like, he'll say, like, what I should do. Like, wait. Like, he, he tells me, like, what I'm doing wrong. And that's when I know, like, I got to stop being dumb. Like, I, got, I just got to, like, sit back and lazy, you know? Sure. <laughs> and, um, but I am, like, a fan, like, if I know it's correct to sit back and laser, I will do it. Unless I'm trying to be flashy on, like, a, a stream. Sometimes on stream, I go for too many cool combos. <laughs> I mean, you are young. It's it's totally acceptable. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the ni- You're 19 now? Yeah, I'm 19. Yeah, I wouldn't expect anything less from a uh, from a 19-year-old coming in on stream and <laughs> trying to... That's a compliment, <laughs> trust me. So that's all but, good. Um, yeah. Okay, so that that makes sense to me. I mean, so you you think that your your uh, initial state of mind is to do the crazy technical like button monkey stuff, and, and then... but I do I do want to say about that though. Like, this I think that if I am in full practice, which I was during December the winter break, then me going in and doing that button monkey stuff is absolutely fine. Hmm. I could I could agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that's where you're at. I mean, let's talk about one more thing. I'm, we'll, we'll probably have a few more topics, but there's one thing yeah, that, yeah. that I, I need to ask about, um, and it's your use of taunt. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, you've definitely grown into a – maybe grown's not the right word. You've cultivated a reputation <laughs> for being someone that, that will deliberately taunt as a yeah. uh, as a, a metagame move, as a way to get into people's heads. When did this start? What made you want to do it? And 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 why? Just why? Okay, so this is actually pretty funny. So like, like um, when we were ta- like uh, when we were playing as kids, like like way even before we knew about competitive melee, every time we get a kill on each other, we would taunt. And you know why? It's because like um, I remember like when I was little. My brother showed me in, like, Smash 64, like, um, 
and same with melee. Like when you taunt when you get a kill, the game gives you a stat called Fighter Stance. So I would try to get that every time. <laughs> so um, we just always taunt. Like if there was enough time to taunt but without getting punished between the stock, we would taunt. And then I remember um, we'd uh, when I went to that first tournament for the first one I entered singles, I'd be taunting, and then people were getting like they're like like screaming a little bit and like talking about it on commentary i'm just like i don't get what the big deal is <laughs> so funny and then um dude and then then some people get really salty and like i will say though like i'm not taunting to get in someone else's head if anything it's the opposite like if i'm really nervous i actually taunt sometimes to get back c- control of my mindset and be like i got this I can do this. I'm very like I'm capable of this, and it's really just to pump myself up. Unless like if I have beef with you, but I've literally never had beef with anyone. Like yeah, maybe I'll talk. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I will say one more thing. Um. Uh, I usually will only taunt if I know you have a very good chance at beating me. Like if I'm gonna wash someone, I'm not gonna taunt on you. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, <laughs> And um. I taunt way more on stream than off stream. <laughs> You're a ham. Oh my god. You're a performance artist this whole time. The integrity has been lost, man. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't taunt that much off stream. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I I, I that, that's that's better than I thought it was. So you're not trying to piss people off. You're just it, it's a it's the other Although you did give me a few different reasons, so now I know I don't really know what to believe. It's because you were. What do you up. mean by that? It's, uh, you said it, it's because you grew up with it because it brings you back into the game, um, and it's it's because you respect your opponent, and it's because you do it on stream. That's four reasons. You're crazy. Yeah, the respect my opponent <laughs> thing. I won't do it because I respect my opponent, but like I, that's kind of related to like get myself back in the game because sure, like. Sure, sure. If I know you can beat me, I know I need to ground myself and get back into this, you know? Okay, okay. I yeah. believe you. Don't worry. I believe you. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, we, we kind of went through all of it. I wish there was more that we could talk about, like, with upcoming majors and stuff. Um, like, I, I really think this whole corona thing has taken the wind out of my sails in a melee sense. Yeah. Um, it's really just, like, it's very strange. Um, do you mm-hmm. see yourself entering any net play tournaments soon? And- yeah, so I actually entered one like, like just for fun one last night, and I went a lot of Link and Roy, and I went a lot of Fox too. So I ended up winning that. And huh. can I can I like rant a little bit for a second? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. <laughs> so a week or two ago or something, I entered this huge net play tournament called the Quarantine Report. And um, there was a lot of money on the line. There's $1,000 on the line. And top four got free entry to whenever Shine happens. So I made top eight out of... There was like 137 entries or something like that. And then um, I have... My first opponent, like notable opponent, is this guy from the Midwest, Free Palestine. And like the ping was fine. But like this is a tri-state netplay tournament. Why is the Midwest player allowed to enter this? And then... um, then I have to play um, Pudgy Panda, who's from New Jersey, and the internet was actually terrible. Like the, and like, but dude, it, I don't think it was my fault. 
And then, um, and then I have to play Swedish Delight. And like right now, everyone's just like flaming. Wait, who, who did you? Who did you beat? Who did you lose to of those two? Oh, uh, so I I lost to Pudgy Panda. Uh, I beat Free Palestine. Sheik is my best matchup, obviously. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and then uh, I lost to Pudgy Panda. Like I I'm not exaggerating. Like I was like winning at one point. And then it, the game, like, freezes. And then, like, when it unfreezes, I'm still dashing forward. So I just go into a forward smash at 40 and die. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's playing Ice Climbers, by the way. And wobbling was legal in this tournament. <laughs> oh. Hated this man. And um, and then, like, everyone's saying my internet's trash, even though I had to play a player from the Midwest. And then when I play Swedish Delight, who I beat, the ping was 18 or 19. And, like, no, no one cares when it's good, you know? And then um, I have to play Dom from Florida. Why is a Florida player allowed in this? So the ping was 78 with 9 buffer. He's playing Marth. I'm playing Fox. It's so bad. Like, of course I lost, you know? Damn. And then um, and everyone's saying it's my internet. And by the way, I switched to Link game 3 and did much better. <laughs> <laughs> and... um. When Kem, uh, you know Kem, right? When yeah, yeah. Kem played him, Kem is from the same region as me. The ping was still terrible. But mm. yeah, I mm. just, I really don't think that Florida and Midwest players should be allowed in a tri-state net play tournament. Throwing some heat right now. What where did you place? I got seventh. No. Yeah. Uh, damn, dude. All yeah. right, that's why you're They're renting. Rough. If you got fourth, you would not be renting. Amazing. No, if I got fourth, I'd be like, yo, this is awesome. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then, and then Forrest, you know Forrest, Mr. Yeah. LZ, mm-hmm. uh, he tried telling me that it's like, oh, in the Fox Marth matchup, the lag actually helps Fox more. Yeah, okay, Marth player. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't buy that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, that sucks. But mm-hmm. yeah, how much was entrance? Entrance was only five dollars. So. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. a little less sympathy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, this is the current. This is what we gotta deal with. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about taking up Falco for this time, just to. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm thinking of Marth, man. Yeah, just cheese some people out. Like, yeah, it's not gonna happen as Fox unless yep. I don't know, man. Whatever. Uh, okay. Um, so, is there any? Do we have time to talk about anything else? Or? Yeah, I have one. I have a final question for you. Okay, could we? You wanted to save that to the end, or can I mention a few other things? Do or no? yes, dude. Take your time. Do your thing. You sure? Yes. Okay, okay. So, (laughs) I want to talk about the name The Brotherhood. Oh, go into it. All right. So, you've heard a lot of people call us The Brotherhood, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, we actually didn't even invent the name ourselves. So, I mentioned that uh, venue Empire Gaming, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the T.O. The Dueler? Not familiar. Have any idea? Okay, well, it's pretty old school TO. He, I don't even think he TOs anymore. But, um, so he would call, like, we're brown, obviously, and he was also brown. And, like, um, he would call us, like, um, his brown brethren. <laughs> and then, like, every time we'd show up to the tournament, he'd be like, yo, it's the Brotherhood. And then, yeah, we named ourselves the Brotherhood because of him. That's nice. Seems yeah. yeah. Not you just keep coming with these wholesome stories. I love it. <laughs> and um I do want to talk about like um people are saying like I suddenly popped off 
mm-hmm. like in in the winter. The reason that I popped off is because it was winter break from school and I actually had time to practice. Like I was at home playing melee every day and that's why I did well. Like um I so remember that January 1st Hax's nightclub uh, I ended up getting third there, but I actually beat Rishi and, like, um, Ryobi and Kem in the swooper. But um, I ended up losing to Two Saint and then Smuckers. And then... Um, the week after then, you beat him. Yeah, literally three days later I beat him uh, at Scorpius 2020. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. And the day before Scorpius 2020... I won that 128-man Smash Ultimate tournament, and with no sets dropped, and that, like that was just crazy because like I've never I had never won a Smash Ultimate Aeon before, and the one time I did, all four of the brothers were there, and it was actually like so nice to see, you know. That is legendary, dude. Mm-hmm. Was that the last and then time? Not only it was a few months. What did you say? Was that the last time you guys entered a tournament? I mean, it was a few, yeah, a few months yeah. ago, so. So that was January, um, it's like January 3rd or something like that. And yeah, that's the last time we've entered a tournament, all four of us together, since like 2015, 2015, yeah. Wow. And not only that, so like, I'm completely tuning my own horn out, I'm just gonna keep doing it (laughs) real quick. (laughs) So like, yeah, January 1st, I got third at that that Hax's nightclub. And then that fr- that was a Wednesday, and the Friday I won the Smash Ultimate tournament. And then the day after I won the Scorpius tournament for Melee. I remember, remember this and whole then, thing. Oof. And then one week later, I won the P Plus tournament uh, with like a lot of good players there. It's a so, trifecta, dude. Yeah, I just thought that was pretty crazy. I know I'm like just tooting my own horn here, but like I just thought that was real crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was uh, that was pretty legendary. I mean, we didn't even talk about ultimate. I mean, do you want to talk about how you feel about that game briefly? Do you, do you want to keep competing in um, it, getting good? Yeah, I'll just mention a little bit about it. So um, I definitely like don't practice ultimate as much as I do melee because like definitely online practice for ultimate is actually even more frustrating. Mm. And then uh, I definitely love competing in Ultimate because, like, if I can succeed in it, I'm going to keep trying. So, obviously, I like Melee better. Like, I think Ultimate is a little bit silly competitively. But I do really like the game, especially because it brought a lot of my casual friends into the competitive scene. And now they even, like, come to tournaments with me and stuff. And that's just awesome. Yeah. Cool. All mm-hmm. right. And you're you're kicking ass, so why quit? That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, make it make some. There's more money in ultimate, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, that is true. More people showing up to to throw their bills away. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we hit the final question? Um, yeah, just a really small thing. Cool. Sorry if I'm like. Don't be sorry. Like more content. Okay. Do it. So. As you know, I won that. Um, I won the last HNC that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, oh, and I want to talk about something related to that too. So I was actually having trouble coming to HNC because, um, like, that is a huge commitment for me. So I live on Long Island, obviously, and my school, um, HNC bracket starts at what, like seven thirty p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. 
so it's on a Wednesday. My last class on Wednesday ends at 5.30. Then from my school, there's a bus that goes to the train station. But the bus leaves at 5.35. So I have to get out of my class at 5.30, run to the bus that leaves at 5.35, then get on the train, then get to the city, and then walk to H&C. <laughs> and then, um, it obviously, like, the LIRR, that costs a lot of money. And so does entering... Uh, the tournament itself so i talked to hex and i'd be like he'd be like please come through man like it's really just like a lot better of an event when you're here it just makes things so much more interesting and like i love coming but like whenever i come to hnc out of practice i just get so disappointed you know like because i lost to um I just lose to players that I shouldn't be losing to. And then, like, people are, like, taking it as a huge upset. But, like, I really just don't see it as fair when, like, you guys are playing, like, the people who beat me, like, and be like, well, you've been playing every day. And the, literally the only time I get to play is once a week in tournament. And um, so Hacks talked to the venue OS operating system. And he actually got me sponsored by the venue. So they've been, like, they're going to help me come to HNCs, obviously it's closed now, but still. Yeah. And then that first tournament where I was sponsored, I ended up winning the event. And then <laughs> <laughs> that was actually um the first iteration or like first part of the Gommel circuit. Did you know about that by the way? Um yeah, it feels like a millennia ago, but <laughs> I do remember something about that. Yeah, so episodes ten through five of ten through fifteen of HNC um, had uh, a point, point system. system. Yeah, okay, it's coming back to me now. Mm-hmm. And whoever placed the best, got the most points, would get a free flyout to get on my level. And so I talked to Hacks about it. So he says technically I won because <laughs> the only one that happened, I won. So I technically had the most points. So what's so that I gonna? Think, what's that gonna mean? I think he actually was going to give it to me, but now Gommel's canceled anyway, so... <sighs> I don't know. Tough break, I, man. I, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. But, um... That's, that's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, like, funny in a really depressing way. Yeah. But, but like, on the in one way, though, if this didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have got the free Gommel seat because then Rishi would have came the next week. And then he would have got the gamma points. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, it doesn't matter now, does it? No, it doesn't. Mm. All right. Anything else? Keep it coming, man. You're making this easy for me. Okay. I don't know if, like, you want to close it up or you, like, you want to talk about anything, like. I have, I have one last thing, but I don't want to cut you off if there's anything still on your mind. Okay. Um. Don't force it. You don't have to. Like, I don't know if it's too late to talk about this, but I think it's fine. Like, um, so you know how, like, we'd only go come to tournaments every now and then? Yeah. Like, once every, like, year, like, two times a year, something like that. So, like, as a result of that, a lot of people would actually root against us, including Long Island players. Oh. And especially they would root against Foxy Grandpa. And, like, they'll say it's because, like, he had an ego or something, but it's honestly just because he was winning their events. Yeah. <laughs> and like um then so like i don't know if i should name any names but like some people started like le giving other people the idea that like um 
he had like he was a problematic person but like dude it's so like not true like if you play foxy grandpa in bracket and you ask him advice like he'll be the first one to help you improve you oh know? he's he's done that plenty of times with me he's he's helped me yeah out. yeah yeah so i whatever man that i think it's just because you guys would come out and just beat everyone and it felt helpless i know yeah people were just like and what like, the fuck um, man <laughs> what do we do and like dude uh they didn't even rank me on long island in the summer i went to so many events they said i missed the cutoff by one event there's a conspiracy bro and supposedly the same thing happened to my brother um the year before they said he would have been ranked number one but he should have went to one more event same thing happened so whatever man that's all i'm saying about that although just to just to tease a little bit i think uh, i think your standard of going to a lot of tournaments might be a little (laughs) might be a little (laughs) lower than other people that's a good point so they might have been telling the truth you know no yeah it's true like i'm not saying it's like completely their fault i just like I do think that it's like it could be stupid sometimes, and like it's just frustrating, you know. Hey, well, it's giving you a platform to kind of uh, quote unquote come out of nowhere. Um, Good point. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of people have the luxury of having the amount of experience and skill that you do, and then enter a tournament and people not know who you are. That's like that's a that's a great way to make a splash. And uh, like Hack said, I mean, having you be at the tournaments is is very exciting. Um, this new kid, this young kid coming in and, and beating our top players is like, it's a really interesting yeah. storyline, even though anyone who, I mean, look, when, when me and you played, um, at, at like two years ago or something, oh yeah, we, yeah, we had that I, set uh, Scorpius 2019. Yeah. 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 And you ended up getting second at that event. Um, yeah. I, when I lost, I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck this guy is. So I was like, <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I was supposed to come out of here and do well. They're like, nah, bro. Aklo's good. Like, don't worry. I'm like, what do you mean? And then they said, oh, he's in the Brotherhood. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> I didn't know That's that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, like literally you're, 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 uh, the Brotherhood had such a uh, legend to it that once people said you're in it, I'm like, oh, okay. I, 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 don't I had no that. idea about that, actually. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. I wasn't like tight. I wasn't like super mad, but I was like, you know, you lose to someone, you, you don't recognize their tag. It's yeah, like, yeah. But I meant, like, uh, I didn't know that, like, when people hear Brotherhood, like, they know what that is. Like, uh, that's pretty cool to hear. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at least me. Um, someone outside of Long Island, but still, you know, someone in the region. There's some there's some truth to that. Um, and, you know, I think the legend's only growing. And I hope... Mm-hmm. hope I'm going to have uh, Foxy Grandpa on the on the show as well. I mean... Oh, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a freebie. I know he's very busy, so maybe I'll wait for the summer. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean... I got I got to hear. Maybe I might just go straight up the ladder, uh, but we'll see about that. Anyway. Yeah, he's he's definitely very busy right now. He's graduating this year. He's got a ton of work to do. Yeah. Uh, don't we won't bother him. But uh, we are coming to the end. I do want to get this final question. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all I have to say anyway. So great. So it's a it's a couple parts to this question. The first part is mm-hmm. set the scene. Um, you are tasked with being a um a melee coach to a player that you know has come in they've been playing for a year they have very basic l canceling wave dashing type of experience they know a bit a little bit about the game what would be your best advice to get this person to have the most successful melee career possible 
Okay, so I would say never try to copy someone else's play style. Like, it's definitely good to take inspiration from them, but don't do something... Like, you should feel in your own element when you play. You should feel like you're your own player, you know? And that's what, like, I think you should... Um, that's uh, I think that's a great way to look at the game. And second... Like, this is just, like, a small thing. If anyone's, like, any ever trying to improve, th- like, I don't even do this, but, like, the best way to improve is to record and watch your sets. That is the best way to improve. Word. Okay. Uh, here's the second part. Uh, they're going to their first major. What mm-hmm. are three quick tips you would give this player before their first major bracket? Okay. Before their first major bracket. Like, before the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say, think of this, like, as any other tournament. Like, uh, you're here to prove yourself. Like, you don't owe anyone anything, so just do the best you can, you know? Um, so, what else? I think they should not think of this major setting as any different from uh, their local setting. And... I would say if you're playing for someone like like um like if you have your buddy around like if you need someone to play for and you can't just play for yourself just like play for someone you love you know like your your buddy your your supporters you know anyone who supports you cool okay final question how would you boil down your entire philosophy to this player in one sentence you can think of what do you mean by that what do you mean by that? of of improvement how would you give your entire teaching philosophy in one sentence oh okay okay there's literally there's no reason why you can't be better than someone else and i know you said one sentence but like i'm just gonna like <laughs> elaborate explain sure. sure yeah like there have been plenty of newcomers who have just played so for so much less time than anyone else and just got better than like some of the best players like even look at zane like obviously now he's been playing for like five six years but like he became a top 10 player within like was it like three and a half years that's crazy yeah you know like we're all just people like there's no reason why someone can be that much better you know hell yeah man look the youngest representative from the brotherhood you came in here, you spat some fire, you <laughs> dropped some names, but you really, uh, you dropped some knowledge as well. Thanks for coming on. Do you have any final shout outs before we wrap it up? Uh, well, obviously shout outs to the Brotherhood and shout outs to you for helping me do this. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. And um, shout outs to Hacks. He's always been um, the player that I take my inspiration from and like uh, definitely probably my favorite melee player honestly same. like other than the brotherhood of course oh of course yeah well all right man thanks for coming on this was a lot of fun uh hope we could uh yeah. maybe do it again we'll have we'll, we'll uh we'll figure something out but look stay sane keep uh keep practicing and i'll hopefully see you soon same to you man have a good one all right take care